welcome to the Flix Forum podcast for the third of our special episodes where we recap the last 25 films that we've watched. In this case, it's the 51st to 75th Netflix original film in the chronological order of release. And I'm joined here today by my co-host MJ. Jesse, I am very excited to be doing this again. Um, I do love looking into a new film each week. But I think these are my favourite episodes where we actually get to look back on what we've seen, do some rankings, pull out some key moments of the last 25 movies. Very true. So today we're going to be doing a full ranking of all 75 films that we've seen so far. It's crazy. 75 films. Mm. We're going to then compare our results and come up with a new consensus order. And we're also going to chat through our favourite three scenes, our worst three scenes, our favourite three characters, and the best three acting performances, our own mini Oscars. (laughs) MJ, I want you to kick this off for us. It's funny, like 75. That's a lot. Like The fact that we obviously did Podmas kind of meant that we flew through this last (laughs) 25, but I can't believe we're at 75 Netflix films already that we've seen. It's insane. And there's only another 150 to go. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and that's if they did no more films <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, so we've done this obviously with the top 25 and the top 50. Um, if you are a loyal listener to the podcast, you will know that Hita, our wonderful co-host, was around for the first 50 films. He's since uh, been a little bit busy for the last 25, which as it turns out, it's only been about a month of time because <laughs> we got through them so quickly. Um, so he hasn't seen the last 25 no. films. Now, I've tried to do this top 75 ranking in a way that we can still incorporate Heater. I'm so, so glad you had the mind to give it a crack. It was too daunting for me. It, too to be honest, it's it's definitely not an exact science, but it still gives a flavor of, of what Heater thought of the film. So basically, I've used my 1 to 75, your 1 to 75, as you would expect. Yep. And then I've put Heater's 1 to 50 in. Now... After you add all those together, I divide the first 50 films by three, mm-hmm. and the second 25 only divide by two, mm-hmm. uh, and the lowest number basically is the highest film. Sure. So it's kind of like golf in that sense. So it does mean that it skews a little bit with films in the last 25 that you or me particularly didn't like. Sure. Those films get pushed a little bit deeper because they're getting higher numbers than what Heath could have given it. I'm sure some of them, if Heath had given it, he would have given them a pretty high number as well. <laughs> but um, So there is a little bit of context there that we must say. But I think I, I did it with just yours and mine. And I did it with uh, this way with Heath's as well. And I just think this gave us a better flavor of, you know, the three of us on the podcast sure. and how to do it. So. I 100% trust your, what you've done. Because... <laughs> as I said, it's, it's definitely not a perfect science. We do have a list of 75 films here. Um, and we're not going to go through them every single one, no. but I will pull out the ones in the last 25 and then we can have a bit of fun with the top 10 overall as well. So we get our, sure. our Flix Forum ranking. Ready to listen and hear what, what I hope that done. didn't go over everybody's just, head. Just, so we'll just... This is a surprise to me. I've got no idea. So True. I'm, yeah. So Jesse I'm sent excited. me his one to 75. Um, and obviously I did my own and, and I put it all together. So the bottom three films are all... New ones. 51 to 75 films. And as I said, I think it's skewed a little bit because because of Peter. Okay. I must say that the 75th film is the 75th film regardless if it was just you and me as well. Yeah. Is Paradox. Paradox, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Famously, we both gave it half a star. Hmm. Um, I ranked it the 74th film. You ranked it the 74th uh, film. Nah. Oh, just, sorry, Paradox, I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Um, I was like, this wasn't my worst. No, this wasn't your worst. So we both we both had it as our second worst Mm. film. 
74th on the list is also a new one, which I think this is probably an example of one that copped it because of not having heaters ranking on it. But The Open House Ooh, is, okay. is our 74th film. So I ranked it 72. Have you got your rankings? I had you? it 69. You did, yeah. So probably a bit unlucky to be the 74th, worth, uh, 74th film. 73rd film, you'll actually like where this is because it is Stepsisters. And <laughs> is that bang on what I had? Yeah. So I had it at 63. So it's a little bit disappointing that it is that low. It was a piece of trash. It was bad. <laughs> it did. It's got an average of one star between us. And you watched it for the second time. <laughs> I did. I was forced to, such is my dedication to this podcast. And I know, I'm not going to talk through all of them here, but I did want to mention that 72, which has been our bottom film over the last two things, is Brahman Naman, which, as I said, I think, so it's Hader's 50th ranked film. So it's Hader's worst. I had it ranked at 72. I know. <laughs> it's my 75th. It's my worst. <laughs> but the way this ranking works, it's, it's bumped itself up to 72 somehow, but still just a god-awful film. <laughs> and your, your worst one, Mascots, is at 71. Okay. But now at number 70 is still a new one, is Bombscared. Okay. Again, unlucky. Yeah. And 69 is also a new one with Mute. Ooh, okay. So yeah. bomb scared, you didn't have too bad. I had it at fifty four. I had it at sixty eight. Okay. Um, but I'd mute at sixty, and I had that at fifty eight. So mute's mm. mute's been a bit unlucky there. So things like hashtag reality high xoxo and take the ten were all around there that mark nice. as well. But yep. At number sixty five, we had the outsider, which you and me both had very similar. Yeah. I have fifty six. Fifty seven. And number sixty three is the one we did last week, Roxanne. Roxanne. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I had it at 65. Sorry, mate. Yeah, jeez. Brought that down I'm, a fair bit. You had it at 45. I must mm. admit, when I saw yours, I was like, oh, have I done something wrong here? But no, no I think... Came down. Uh, number 61 is the, one of the most violent films I've ever seen, The Killer. The Killer. <laughs> I had it at 50. You had it at 55. Number 58, we've got Love Per Square Foot. Uh, I had it at 47. And I had it at 56. So 59 now is Pee Wee's Big Holiday, which has notoriously been very low. I have that at 34. That is... Sl- they're going to keep keep dropping. Well, I had it at 73. And it was Heater's 40, uh, 48th. So, it's his yep. third worst. Um, then we can skip a few and go to number 54, which is Christmas Inheritance. Sure. Uh, I had it at 24. I had it at 58. So, yeah. I brought that one down, obviously. Didn't mind Christmas Inheritance. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, that you, you didn't mind that one. But actually, I must say, this is a dead heat with El Camino Christmas. So, I normally split the dead heats by star rating, but mm-hmm. it's exactly the same star rating as well. Okay. So, 53 was El Camino Christmas. I had that at 36, so a little bit higher. Yeah, I had it at 46, so it, got, it was a bit unlucky to be that low. And then the next one is 49, is A Christmas Prince. Hmm. So, we, we got out our, our three Christmas, Christmas movies, movies, which were probably all similar kind of standard. Yeah. Uh, number 47, the French film Blockbuster. Sure. Had it at 31. Yeah, 46, very close. Now, this one, number 45, I had as the 14th highest film. You had it as the 61st. Big discrepancy. Wow. Game Over Man. Game Over Man. Our Christmas Day special. Mm. In fact, you're talking about big discrepancies. Number 40 was my 8th highest film. Okay, this is the... (laughs) Yeah, I know know what this one is. This is Irreplaceable You. Irreplaceable You. Yeah, I've, I've brought that one down because yeah. I had that at sixty three. Sixty three, I had it at eight. That was I think that's our, that's our biggest, biggest discrepancy. Oh, except 
if I go all the way back to number 51, you had Mercy at 8. Yeah, I had true. Mercy at 69. True. So that's probably a, like a 61 point difference. Um, that, was, that was horrible. Anyway. Mercy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Irreplaceable you. Huh? I thought it was excellent. I liked Mercy. Uh, number 38, when we first met. I had a 30, you had a 40. Feels about right. Mm-hmm. Number 36, Benji. <laughs> I had it at 17 That cute little dog film Oh what a dog it was too. 51 Number 33 We've got The Polka King Jack Black mm-hmm. I had it at 28 So yeah. very close Number 28 The Cloverfield Paradox mm. I had it at 29 Yeah so nice Very close done. I had it at 33, 33 So yeah, we're so Very close Pretty common consensus there Number 24 Bright Hmm I had that at 15, so yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. I had it at 42. Yeah, I, I do recall yeah. that conversation yeah. being a little bit... Different. A uh, little bit different, yeah. So then we're almost in, into our top 20. I might go through our top 20. At number 20, we've got Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. So that was from our first 25 that's bunch the, of films. That's the third film of all time. Yep. So number 19 is a new one, Wheelman. Sure. Which was a good movie. That wasn't too bad at all. It was obviously set in a car. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Uh, number 18 was Tramps, which we all watched. Second bunch of yep. 25. Number 17 was Spectral, which Heater had in his top 10 back in the last time we did it. I have it at 16. Yeah, I had that really low, I think, yeah. from memory. Um, it's so low, I can barely 43. see 43. Yeah. Number 16 is a new one, The Babysitter. We, we all enjoyed that. We had uh, a special guest... Um, Simmer on us with that one. Who also enjoyed that film. Yeah. I had it at 18, you had it at 24. So yeah. it was a good fun film. Number 15. Jesse, this is in your top 10. Ooh. Gerald's Game. Wipe one out already. I had that at 7. Yeah. So I had it at 37. Heater um, was along for that one as well. Heater had it at 14 yeah. last time he did mm. it as well. So, um, Number 14 is Barry. Uh, which thank, probably thanks Heater. to Heater. Heater. Heater had that high, didn't he? Heater's got it in his top 7. Um, 26. Similarly with this one, number 13 is To The Bone, which Heater had at number two. Yeah, that was one of his favourites. Yeah. Number 12, First They Killed My Father, Hmm. which is another top 10 for you. Yeah, number six. I had it at 26. Number 11, here's a new one, 1922. Wow, that jumped up. I had that at nine, so... Mm, I had it at 21, so it evens out quite nicely there. Now we're into our top 10. We've watched 75 films. These are our top 10 films. And I I would honestly say, looking at my rankings, there's 15 to 20 films of these 75 that I'd happily recommend to people. Someone's like, what can I watch? I've got a list of 15 or 20. These films have been okay. So this top 10 says a lot. I've already had three of mine wiped out. So (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm worrying. Number 10 is Tallulah. Tallulah. I had that outside my 10. Yeah, it slipped outside. This is the first time it slipped outside your top 10. I had it at 9. Okay. He'd had it at 20 in his last lot, and he was often pulling that back for us, <laughs> which we'll see a bit of a trend here. <laughs> Number nine is a new one. A futile and stupid gesture. Oh, wow. Okay. So I had it at seven. I had it at 19. So still my top Still pretty 20. good, yeah. yeah. Still pretty good. Number eight, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Sure. I had it at 11. I had it at 20. And, and he'd, he'd had, had it at six. Okay. You can bear in mind, there's 25 films that Heath hasn't seen. So when you say six, there's obviously less of a sample size to look at. Hmm. Number seven, appropriately, Seven Anjos. Sure, I had it at 16. I had it at 10. Heath had it at five. Heath so Heath has got a huge flavor in the top of this mm. and the bottom of this. Uh, number six is Ark, 
which I had at four. Heater had at four. Yeah, I had it at 12. 12. ARQ. ARQ. <laughs> Number five. This is a new one. So it's only Ooh, been rated by you or me. New one. Is the Meyerwitz stories new and selected? Exactly where I had it, number five. Exactly where I had it, number yeah. five. Oh, wow. What a, world. what a world. It ended up at number five. That's crazy. How did that work out? Maths is <laughs> um, Great movie, Meyerwitz stories. Noah Bombach. Obviously, a lot of talk about him at the moment. Um, number four, and this is where we can thank Hita, is Okja. Oh. I, oh. I had it at one. I had it at two. Hita had it at 11. Ah, Hita. Not even hearing you. Hurting I know. Me. Hurting I, me. I have to say, if we do the list of just you and me, yeah. Okja is number one. Hmm. Just Maybe we need to wipe Heath. <laughs> ne- next, uh, our top 100 extravaganza, yeah, we'll wipe him out. We might have to. Because number three is the fundamentals of caring, Ugh, which I had it, one. and I had it at two. It's never going to go any higher. He had it at ten. So if if we did just you and I, that was number two. So mm. you've got Okja and fundamentals oh, of caring, my one and your two, one and two. But Okja wins the tiebreaker with the stars, but hmm. still. Might have to dock Okja half off star. So this is where Heater really comes into play with number two is still the Discovery. Discovery, yep. I had it at four. I had it at three. Heater had it at three. And number one, mm. the first ever Netflix original film for us is Beast of No Nation. Still sitting there. Heater had it at one. So I might just play Funny Buggers next time and just drop drop it out of the, the rankings. Well, I had it at six, so it's slowly going down slowly for me. Down. But um, because the films that you and I love... Peter's got outside his top 10, really. Like, it, it hurts us. <laughs> Those ones are never going up. But as I said, if uh, if Peter doesn't get watching some movies, he might struggle to be in the top 100 one <laughs> because it does definitely skew the yeah. the top and bottom films. It does skew, but we wanted to keep it with Peter as much right. as possible. It's so. still good. I'm still happy. That's It's nice to always chat and look back and, and see, um, you know, where some of the films we've looked at over the past year and a bit are sitting. Yeah. Oh, God, you're in a bit. You're in a bit. Crazy. It's, um, it's a good top 10. Yeah. As I said, there's plenty of good films on Netflix. Sorry to hit the microphone then. So. That's okay. I'm sure people can still hear us. Now we... We need to focus on those 25 from 51 to 75. Yep. So we can talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about some of these these movies yep. and these films. Do you want to start or are you ready for do you want me to talk? I'm, I've done a bit of talk. You've done, all right. Rest the voice. Rest the voice. So we start our first round is we look at our top three scenes or moments from these 25 films. We start off with our honorable mentions mm. and then we go from three to one with our... I really enjoy this because I have fun doing it myself, but then like you will come up with something where I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Or like, this is very fun. We'll try and keep it as spoiler free as possible, but it's going to be difficult at times. Yeah, I'm going to struggle. So if you haven't seen any of these films, (laughs) go back and watch them and then uh, listen to us. But yeah, we're going to talk about these. Oh, we're going to have a bit of fun with it. We are. Okay. So my honorable mentions for the top three scenes or moments. First one's from The Babysitter. Just all those kill shots of the characters in that film. You had guy getting knives to the head. You had cops being killed with a fire prodder, um, slicing throats. Just all the, just good the, kill, the kills were, were good. So that was such a fun movie. They deserve an honourable mention. Uh, 1922. This mm. one, I wasn't a scene that was nice, but just the shock value of putting a cow down a well. I've got that. Oh, <laughs> just, a, just was not expecting that. So I am putting that in my. I do recall. Mentions. I do recall you discussing yeah. that at the time. Uh, next one's Benji. There's a scene where he hides in these stuffed toys. That was just cute. So oh, I've got to give that a mention. The ET throwback. Yeah, I've yeah. got to give that a mention. And my last honourable mention is uh, from Roxanne. Roxanne. 
and it was these three really quick scenes that were just cut where the oh, character yeah. was Roxanne was you know in a bit of trouble and it was like um, you know sex birth and then being dragged and it was just cut 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 and this pain that she was feeling so they are my honourable mentions nice way to go through time wasn't it it was so top three here top we go three. number three it's from Bright okay which I enjoyed yep I, I thoroughly thought I, yeah I enjoyed that yeah uh, there was an action scene in the, the service station which was just really cool oh, yep. really yep. well put together With so that's my car and, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just cool stunts it was really cool my number two my number two moment is from El Camino Christmas oh. and this is the shootout between these two sheriffs <laughs> which between themselves it was really oh, funny yeah. like they're trying that to there's, there's people hold up inside this liquor store and these two cops are just shooting at each other I think there's someone shooting one's at them one's in the and, back yeah, one's in the front, front. Yeah. it was just really funny it was funny <laughs> and my number one scene is from the Mayweather stories and it was in response to you've got Ben Stiller and um, Adam Sandler and they've got this response to they find out this pervert with their, with their oh. sister <laughs> and you know they're like should we kick the crap out of him and he's like no nah, no nah, he's 80 so should we spit on him nah, nah. Uh, I'm gonna spit <laughs> so on him <laughs> they smashed living daylights out of his car and then the sister um, Jean's just like you know he's got dementia <laughs> um, and and she's like, he didn't actually molest me. It was just, it was. Just Wasn't a there weird... a lie, like he didn't have dementia when he molested you. you? He didn't molest me. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a really, really like good scene towards the end of that film where the siblings are all together. So that stood with me. You've gone with a lot of humor in that. I did top three. I did. I'm feeling in a maybe it's a a happy summary mood. Maybe that's that's where I'm at. All right, MJ, your turn. Well, my honorable mentions, which I have more than I more than I normally would. I just there's a lot I couldn't cut out here, so I'll go through them quickly. Um, from 1922, just the scene where he murders his wife, just that sheer intensity of it. It's that one scene that really stays with you from that film. Like, sure. The guy murdered his wife. Like, with the son. With the son. With the son helping, yeah. yeah. That's the thing that stays with me from that movie. And it was a good movie. Hmm. Um, the movie Blockbuster, the final video that Lola makes for Jeremy. Just a really nice come together with the two... Looked like they were going to break up. There was a lot of emotion in it with the passing of his father. She was at the she was at his grave. Um, very nice scene. French film, if you did want to catch it. Yeah, um, Benji as well. <laughs> that scene when they have to say goodbye to Benji and they're out in the pouring rain and he just says sorry, <laughs> we've got to go. And then he goes back inside and Benji just waits in the pouring rain. Oh God, my little heart! Like <laughs> that dog was so adorable. Um. A film that I didn't really enjoy, but this was just a great scene from The Killer. Mm. So there was an evil character called Four Eyes, um, and he was famous for being able to sketch wanted people. So the guy who ends up murdering him just comes in, says, can you sketch yourself? Sketches it, picks up the picture and goes, damn, I know this guy, and just shoots him. I thought it was awesome. I thought you were going to go with a scene where the guy gets his penis shot. Oh, no, no. That was was a good scene. Um, and another film that I did not like really uh, was Mute. But there was a scene where um, Paul Rudd's character Bill lectures Justin Thoreau's character about being a creep. Basically, yeah, um, delving into pedophilia. And just the, the acting from Paul Rudd was just electric in this. And the rise and the seriousness of the situation combined with the fact that I agreed with the moral compass of the whole scene. I just love that. Everything was awesome about that scene. Good. Um, oh, in Irreplaceable You, all, all of those scenes where they sort of say, what if, what if this, what if that, and the cute lengths that they go to to stay together, and then the bit where, what if I die and I would never recover, and just, I really didn't like the chemistry between cheese those factor. two characters. You like, you like the cheese factor. And that was real, like, <laughs> she was dying. 
I know the, the, that that was just one of those films where we yeah we massively disagreed. We did. We were watching a different film. Yeah. Um, you kind of touched on this, but this is so hard that it wasn't in my top three. This is so close to being in my top three. It's the babysitter, and it's similar to what you said, <laughs> but specifically that scene where she stabs a nerd in the head because <laughs> I was not expecting anything like that. And I think like there was a subtitle at the time that said WTF. Like, <laughs> that scene is probably the scene that's almost stuck with me the most from all these films. It was awesome. So now to my top good. three. Top three, good. Let's do it. Um, from the Maya Witch stories, there's a quote from Adam Sandler's character, Danny, who says, you know, sometimes I wish Dad had done one horrible, unforgivable yep. thing, something specific I could be angry about, but it is one thing it's the tiny things every day and that's kind of encompassed the film and and what life is about as well that life's about the small moments and and not the big ones um you hate this one (laughs) it's from game over man (laughs) the scene where they've got the gay terrorist there and adam divine pretends to hang himself and there's a big shootout and he's running around with no pants on the whole time and then by the end of it he goes to put his pants on and he goes back in the closet to put them on they're like dude we've just seen your dick for like last five minutes it was the funniest scene. <laughs> it was the funniest scene in this lot of movies. I loved it. Yeah, cool. Very memorable. And the best scene from the last 25 films was from A Futile and Stupid Gesture. Okay. And I will say, if you want to watch this film, skip the next 30 seconds because this is a huge spoiler. But the, the final funeral scene where you realize that that he, he actually did die mm. and the voiceover was just an example of what he could have been and... That was a shock to me. At the end really of that made film, yeah. me stand up and pay attention, and that that whole perfect balance between melancholy and funny. Hmm. Um, oh man, that that really stayed with me. That scene. Good. I, yeah. That was apart from um, Game Over, man. I, I liked a lot of those scenes. <laughs> There's some good ones. Yeah. Okay. So we move now to our worst three moments or scenes. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll start off with some honourable mentions. I've got a couple, not mm. as many as I usually do, but I, I do okay, have yeah, a few. Okay, yeah, because you I, I love do, a bad scene. I do love a bad scene. <laughs> you love letting them know. I about do. It. <laughs> I love. I love to be like, nah, that didn't work. But I've only got a few. So, all right. My first one's from the killer. There's the bad guy. It was called Blanchard. Mm. It was this sort of property owner, the mayor almost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's this scene where he it goes full musical with his wife. Oh. They sing this scene about oh. how bad they are, how vi- how villainous. Is that even a word? How just yeah, how villainous. terrible they are. Yeah, and I was like, Stinking that was insane. That was a really bad. Scene. I remember tuning out when it was on. Yeah, just not even registering it. It was poor. Uh the next one I've got is from a Christmas Prince. Mm-hmm. There's this scene where there's a room full of the press, <laughs> and they are just the biggest group of knobs. <laughs> That were impatient and just so unbelievable as characters that that really uh, frustrated me. So what are we gonna do if there's no king elected? <laughs> yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Uh, another one from one of our Christmas films was Christmas Inheritance, and the main um, characters in that, or the the love story between Allie and Jake. Yep. So I've just said every scene with them in it. Um, <laughs> like, I gotta have some. I'm thinking like, what specific scene? And exactly, like... all scenes with them. No, nah, uh, that was all right. That was the best out of the Christmas movies. Stepsisters is another one that yeah. I've got to mention. So um, I'm gonna also going to say every scene and character and piece <laughs> yes. of dialogue in that film. Come on, pick one out. Like no, the whole film. Uh, the Open House. We had that in our rankings. That was pretty low. Uh, mm. So this is, spoiler alert again. No, don't watch it. <laughs> There's a scene at the end where the kid you've been following the whole time stabs his mum, and that was so bad, mm. so bad. Love per square foot was this oh, yeah. rom com. Indian story, yep. half English, half um, Hindi. Mainly Hindi. Hindi, yeah. yeah. Just the songs in those movies that turn oh, full yeah. Bollywood, like music mm. video clips. That's a cultural thing to it do. Is, we are not I, used I didn't to. like it. Uh, I've got one from Mute. 
And you mentioned this as a, a scene that you liked before where he gets this character duck gets pulled up on being mm. so gross. And I just thought all the scenes with him being gross yep. deserved a mention. I understand. I almost slipped something like that in as well. Yeah. And my last uh, honorable mention is from The Outsider. And this was a film with Jared Leto and sort of becoming a part of this um, Japanese, Japanese mafia. mafia sort of culture. So where he was initiated, that really didn't, that was cringeworthy for me. Oh, yeah. Walking yeah. down. Walking down. The garden, the, yeah. The yep. garden. Yeah. All right. That was a long film. That was. All right. Three. Number three. Number three. Worst scenes. Irreplaceable you. Oh, no. Everything with Abby and Sam. Oh, God. <laughs> so you could have put <laughs> Stepsisters in there with no context, but you chose to pick the one that I liked. I didn't do it on purpose. With a relationship that I liked. I think I gave that one and a half. So Stepsisters, you gave half. True. <laughs> that's a good point. I don't make sense. <laughs> but that stood out the most for me. Number two. Number two from Game Over Man. Oh no. All the misogyny and homophobic slurs in that film towards Cassie. And oh, yep. yeah, they're yep. just, just poor. Yep, poor. Sure. And my number one worst scene, worst moment, Paradox. <laughs> <laughs> yep. no, no context needed. Okay. So you you had like four movies in there that you just basically said Dull the movie. Uh, I don't have as many as you, but my first one is from Bright. This is my honorable mention. That final showdown scene of Bright where there was all this magic stuff happening and you never quite understand what it takes to be a Bright because they never tell you. And then Will Smith's character just holds this wand that is supposed to kill him, but then doesn't kill him because maybe he's a Bright. Like it was... It was just such a bad yeah, ending. That's almost the whole movie as well. That that's the final scene. It's <laughs> the whole movie. You don't understand what it is to be a bright for the whole thing. But you know what? If they didn't, if they didn't reference it so heavily in the end, <laughs> it would have been okay. Um, from the movie Wheelman, which I did say was uh, yeah. a good a good film. Um, there's a character Clay who was kind of felt like this mysterious <laughs> guy who was going to be involved in some way. And then it turned out that whole character was a massive letdown. And then he God, ends up shooting himself, yeah, sh- shoots himself in the head. And I just was expecting a much more clever playoff with that payoff with that character. So, yeah. Um, this is one that you've said in your favourite scenes Ooh. was the cow scene from nineteen twenty two when they killed that cow for no damn reason. Mm. Which uh, I didn't like that. I just liked. I know. The surprise. I know. <laughs> I just found it difficult. I to like watch. animals. Um, game over, man. Not dissimilar to you, but there was that 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 scene at the end where Joel and Irma are fighting. And he's just gone like full yeah. flamboyant yep. gay, which was just ridiculous. There was no humor. In it. I'm all for, I'm all for humor that's not politically correct at times, but that wasn't even funny. No. So, yep, good call. And I actually do have irreplaceable you in this. What? Because I hated it when Sam cheated on Abby. Oh, I hated it. It didn't need it. That whole sequence. Yep. They didn't have to separate for that really long length of time when she's about to die. Yep. It really that, upset that was, me. That's, that upset you because you were so into it. Oh, yeah, exactly. I was like, what are you doing, Sam? Okay, number three. Sure. This is could have been a general one like yours with... Oh, no, the open house you were specific. But there, there were a lot of extended scenes of Dylan Manette's character in the open house just walking around the house, <laughs> doing nothing, like yeah. going through the basement where the music would rise and then there'd be a crescendo and then nothing would happen. Mm. And they did it like six times. It was all, it was like, oh, this is what's in a horror movie. We've got to do it. We've got to do it. How are we going to end it? That doesn't matter. We don't have to end it. We've mm. just got to do it. So it was terrible. Sure. Um, there was, in The Killer, there was a rape scene in the streets yep. uh, with the son of yeah. Blanchard, which um, had absolutely no place. Because they didn't develop those characters well enough for me to feel any way justified that that's why well, that baby is yep. 
And my number one is the first 15 to 20 minutes and the last 15 to 20 minutes of Paradox. <laughs> okay, so we both had very similar we number had to, ones. We had to have it. It was, it was a stinker. So, All right, let's All right. go on to characters. Characters. So these are our top three characters that we're heading towards. Yep. So I'll start with my honorable mentions. I've got, from the babysitter, B. Oh, yeah. And my like for her was that while she was... Sorry, I'm, we're going to spoil... I'm spo- I yeah. can't help not spoil it. You know, even though she was bad, she never actually turned fully on the kid that was... She had the chance, you know, didn't she? She had the chance and she didn't. And so, we're going to see a sequel at some point, apparently. So. Yes. Well, after credit shot, we, we saw that. Uh, and it's been announced. And it's been announced. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, the Wheelman. Just an honourable mention for him because... The from, what, from what movie? The Wheelman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just that... You know that you could tell everything as a character he wanted to do was for his daughter, so mm. I, I thought that was worth mentioning for sure. A Christmas Prince. This was the out of the Christmas films we looked at. This was my favorite out of those. Yeah, it was. So I've got Amber, who was the main protagonist yep. in that, and I just thought she was a nice character. She never did anything bad to anyone, so I just wanted to put her in there because she sure. was nice. Yeah. Bright. I've got Ward because Will yeah, Will Smith's character in in Bright. Uh, I just enjoyed that character. I like that. I know I like that film more than you, but yeah, yeah. I just thought, yeah, you, you didn't, in that film, you didn't see him fully change as a character, but I thought you didn't need to, and I still enjoyed him. That's fine. Uh, when we first met, I've got Noah, because I thought he was a funny character. He was funny. He was funny, yeah. so I put him in there. Love Per Square Foot. Oh, yeah. I've just put Karina in there, because yeah. she was my favorite character in that film. She was charming. Um, she had the ability to be strong and organize her life and she knew what she wanted so I, very, very I appreciated true. that yep. as a character I thought about putting her in as well and my last honorable mention is from Mute I've got Cactus played by Paul Rudd yep. just as a character I thought he did a good like that was a that was a, a character that was well developed interesting that film. character yeah, yeah. alright my top three top three number three and again I've gone a little more with the comedic side of things I like it which is which is different so this is from the Cloverfield Paradox my oh, no, number yeah. three character is Mundy. Is that Chris um, played O'Dowd? by Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, nice. Because I had him as a poor character in our first you 25 did, episode, yeah. I think, um, from Mascots. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, he was bad. Yeah. yeah. But that I thought good. he was really funny, and his renegade arm in this yeah. film was funny. Yeah, so I, cool. I, I thought he was a cool character. Good cool. Good pick Number two, the car from The Wheelman. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm thinking outside the box. Yes. <laughs> no, yep. no the, the, the whole car. That car. Man was yeah, awesome. That car was so cool. They, like, did, it they just, did it really clever. The camera being in that car, that whole film was, yep. was really cool. No, yeah, nice one. My number one character is from Bright. And it is Nick. Yep. And this is he's played by Australian... Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. And it, it, just that character of wanting to be a cop and it didn't matter what... What happened? He wanted to be accepted, <clears throat> and even though he was seen as a traitor to his orc tribe, I just thought it was a really nice story, really good character development, really good arc for that character in that film. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. Good. All right, your turn. Uh, I've only got a few honourable mentions. Um, my first one is from Christmas Inheritance, which was my favourite Christmas, Christmas film. film yeah. Was Eliza. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed her her sort of go get him attitude, but then her ability to recognize the importance of the small town as opposed to the big city and, and yeah. grow in the most obvious way you could possibly imagine. But I really liked her, and yeah. I like that movie. My uh, next one is Wheelman from Wheelman, which you've basically covered pr- pretty, pretty well. I just loved his balance of aggression and poise. 
because he was in so many tight situations where he had to make the right decision and make it really quickly and he just kept making the right decision good I have Nick Jacoby from Bright, which for a movie I didn't like, I I, I did really resonate with that character. Mm. He was probably the the shining light of that film. And my final honourable mention is Myron from Irreplaceable You, (laughs) which was Christopher Walken's character. Um, Just stole stole the screen every time he was there because it was just a funny character which had all these like perfect life (laughs) life lessons and uh, really nice. So my top three. Top three time. Benji from Benji. Nice. Um, that dog, you could put that dog in any film, and I'm I'm all in. What next? Like I don't have anything else to say apart from that dog. Completely just ran a whole film, and I and it ran a film that I enjoyed. So good. Good credit character. where credits due. Number two is Abby from Irreplaceable You. Really connected with this story. Um, she perfectly captured one way of looking at this horrible news of getting terminal cancer and how you want to a live out the rest of your life and b plan for the people who aren't going to be there anymore just everything about that movie seemed to just hit it strike a chord with me yep number one from the my witch stories was danny um played by adam sandler just this character again was so relatable he was in this family that he felt like an outcast but he'd never wanted to be an outcast he always wanted to fit in but he, despite the way he thought about himself, he was just a really good dude from the very start and he grew to the point where he started to make his own decisions. He started to do things that he wanted to do and it was a great character arc. I yeah. loved it. I find it hard to separate separate between yeah. the characters and the performances. It's really tough. I think there's always an opportunity for a good character and a good performance to end up there. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a character can just resonate with you and sometimes you can be floored by a performance, right? Yeah. Totally agree. So good segue to our top three acting performances. Sure. So our Oscars. Oscars. These are our Oscars. These are our big awards. And I don't reckon you'll be able to pick my top three. I'm putting it out there early. Can I assume? I'm assuming you might have Danny in there by the way that you just spoke about my one. <laughs> or Adam Sandler, sorry. Sure. So my, <laughs> my first honorable mentions are Danny, uh-huh. played by Adam Sandler. Yeah. Ben Stiller, who plays Matt, and Dustin Hoffman from... I put the three of them together. It's a good couldn't, call. Couldn't separate It's them. a really good call. So I put them as honourable mentions. My other... One of my other honourable mentions is Wilfred, um, played by Thomas Jane yep. in 1922. I thought he was excellent. Mm. Um, played that character really well. And that film was his story. Like oh, he, yeah. Like he, yeah, he, his performance was awesome. Yeah. And my last honourable mention is the cast of The Futile and Stupid Gesture. Mm-hmm. That, that had such a a diverse like cameo cast it, yep it was just really cool yep no they did a hell of a job alright top three top three well yeah I'm excited now because I will not pick them apparently no did you want to yeah. we'll see nah the cast of stepsisters top three these, <laughs> these aren't the Razzies these, these are the top three so my number three I've got is from El Camino Christmas I've got Tim Allen oh. who plays um, a veteran post traumatic stress alcoholic I just really like I love Tim Deadbeat Allen. Father think, yeah Deadbeat Father and I just thought that yeah he, he was fantastic nice. Tim Allen in that that was my number three number two yeah I wouldn't have picked that one I've got Jack Black from the Poker King uh, I can sort of see that one this one really impressed me because I'm so used to seeing Jack Black as this comedic character that, that goes down a certain line and while he played that role in this I had such a good connection with him playing this role, even though it was similar to what he usually does. It was different, and that I agree, really stood yeah. out with me. I was similar with him because 
when he first started talking in that deep Polish accent, I'm like, I, I can't take you seriously for a whole movie. Mm. But then he gets to a point where it just feels so normal. So, yeah, credit when credit's due. It was good. My number one. Number one. Number one. My number one is Benji. Hey! <laughs> I you liked it. Actually, that's a hell of a performance. That performance from that dog yeah. was incredible. <laughs> There's no one else that has held a movie together like that dog. It's a good point. That was the best performance from any of these 25 films. When Benji wasn't on screen, that movie was rubbish. Correct. Yeah. So, best performance. That's a far. great call. Good pickup. <laughs> I thought well you liked my number one. Done, Benji. Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> All right, your turn. Uh, my honorable mentions. I've got. I think Luke Luke Grimes from El Camino Christmas mm-hmm. only because I thought he was really good, but also it was it was a really big cast and he led that cast and he felt like a movie star in that film. Yeah. Um, so it was just a really good effort. I've got Paul Rudd from Mute. Yeah. Um, Cactus Bill was an interesting character. Paul Rudd in a very different role from what you expect. Paul Rudd mm-hmm. and smashed it out of the park. Adam Devine from When We First Met. Mm-hmm. Mainly for the pretty similar reason why you like Noah, but oh, yeah. Noah was this a bit of a dick. He was funny, but he was so believable. Like I can't imagine anyone playing that role apart from Adam Devine. Yeah. So that's that's really important. Um, and similarly, Frank Frank Grillo from Wheelman, um, who played Wheelman. Yeah. That movie doesn't work without Frank no, Grillo's true. performance. Yeah, he, um, true. he was excellent. Very true. And my final honorable mention is Dustin Hoffman as Harold. From the Mywood stories, he he really was excellent in this film. So committed to that, and he was such a jerk of a character. (laughs) And he just he was he was so good. All right. So my top three, number three, is Adam Sandler um, for his role as Danny in the Mywood stories. And and again, we've kicked a lot of fun at Adam Sandler on this podcast from time to time with some pretty ordinary movies. Um, He was so 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 good in this. It's very good. Number two from A Futile and Stupid Gesture was Domhnall Gleeson. Um, I forget the name of the character he played, but he was the sort of the co-owner of the business. And yeah. To the point where, A, I thought he was excellent. B, I did not know that was Domhnall Gleeson until no. I saw the credits and it blew me away. I, it, that's acting, right? Like I can't believe it. Took that it. character I, on. I couldn't believe it. it Number one yes. from 1922 was Thomas Jane as, as Wilf. And you kind of touched on it, but Thomas Jane kind of made the rest of the cast in that film look ordinary yeah. because I literally felt like he was plucked from 1922, put in a time machine and put in this film. That's how good he was exactly. in that character. It, was, it felt so real. Almost the best performance we've seen um, in, the, in the 75 films. Really, really blew me away. And... I can watch plenty of movies where the actors don't even touch the sides sometimes. Not in a bad way, but he stood out more than you could imagine. Good. That was good list. Good list. Very good list. I love lists. Yeah, lists are good. No, we were both a little bit different, a little bit the same. Yeah. So it was good. nice. A nice little trip down memory lane regardless. Even though the memory wasn't that um, old this time. <laughs> it was pretty, yeah. pretty recent. Yeah. Uh, Podmas takes it out of you. It does, sure does. I feel like we just watched these all last week. <laughs> it, it feels a lot sooner than it last time. Definitely. Well, that, yeah, that's pretty much us done uh, for our list of films from 51 to 75 of the Netflix originals. We've got 25 to go until we do the 100. We do. And we've got to check out what we're looking at for, to start this off for next week so we have a film we're back to films back to films I mean, 76th film it would have 76th to be. film it's the 2018 drama first match mm-hmm. it's directed by olivia newman it stars elvery emmanuel yaya abdul mateen ii coleman domingo sorry dominog and 
Jarrell Jerome. So, nice. yeah, give this one a watch for I next will. week. I will. I, as, of course I will. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to checking that one out. So am I, mate. Always nice to do the list, but always good to get back into routine. Seems good, man. We'll see you next week. I will see you then, and I'll. you guys will all hear me then. Good. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>